Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. Welcome to another episode of Rise, Train, Dream with your hosts, Tam and Dez, where today we're going to sit back, relax in this beautiful space that was provided by Ground Floor Coworking Space and share our biggest industry pet peeves. The fitness industry can be a shady place to navigate <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know. Well, and it's even worse nowadays. Like I would say like you've been in it longer than I have, but I've been in the fitness nutrition space for about 10 years working. Yeah. And it is much worse now than it used to be. Yeah, I think the rise of social media has made it worse too, like perception. Um, like look at my client put on 10 pounds of muscle in 90 days with like these before and after photos. And like, if you don't know, you don't know. But if you do know, that's impossible. Yeah, and so th that's my biggest pet peeve yeah. is these coaches that are like, my client put on 10 pounds of lean muscle in X amount of, it's always like three months, right? Yeah. In three months. Okay, let's break this one down. Number one, it's always 10 pounds. It's never seven. It's never 12, <laughs> it's always 10. So that's how you know these people are full of shit <laughs> is because it's always 10 pounds, right? And how are you tracking that? A lot of these people are online coaches. Are you having these people step on a bioelectrical impedance machine and send you their stats? Like you can't tell that from a photo that they've put on 10 pounds of muscle. Like where are you getting this evaluation from? Good right? point. Yeah, how do you know? And how do you know? Here's the thing. Even if you had help from anabolic steroids, it is impossible to put on that amount of muscle in that short a time. You would be lucky naturally to put on 10 pounds of muscle in a year. Oh, very and lucky. That's yeah. being dialed in 100% and having good genetics. Because yeah. genetics does play a little bit of role when we're talking about like muscle building and things like that, but you'd be lucky to put on 10 pounds of muscle in a month or in a year, sorry. Yeah, and to me, that is the one of my biggest pet peeves is the trickery, right? Like, let's be honest and transparent about what we're doing and about our lifestyles. Like, you know, it's 80-20, that 80-20 split. Like, you're not gonna be on your diet, on your workouts, 100%, 100% of the time. No. There's some room there. Even bodybuilding competitors, like physique competitors that step on these stages, they're not eating like, you know, dialed in and training like that every single day of the year, 365 days. Yeah, no. No. And they don't look stage ready. No, exactly. No, but that's the thing is a lot of what's posted online is everybody's highlight reel. Yes. It's not the behind the scenes. Right. Very few people will actually be real about behind the scenes and the people that are. I totally like I 100 percent endorse. Like, thank you for being a little bit real. Yeah. Transparent. But like just coming back to this whole topic, like if you are doing what is considered a bulk, like trying to build muscle properly doing it, there will be fat gain. Yes. You can minimize it. However, if you want to accrue the most muscle tissue that you can, fat has also got to be put on at the same time. Yes. So in order to put on one pound of muscle mass, you need a calorie surplus of 21 to 2300 calories. 
in a calorie surplus, you are also going to put on a little bit of body fat. One pound of body fat, 3,500 calories. So to put on 10 pounds of lean muscle in 90 days, if you do all of the work and have the rest and everything, you're, you're nowhere near that. No. So <laughs> myth dispelled. Yes. Big pet peeve. If you see this 10 pounds of lean muscle in three months, because it's always three months too. Yeah. It's never five months, six months. It's always three. So it's like these people are clearly just like copying what they see out there, like these coaches and bringing false information to the table. It's not possible. And I think this goes into our next one that we both kind of hate is people saying that you can, okay. So this comes from like physique competitors. I've heard this a couple times now. Like someone will sign up with a coach and you're like, oh, how's the training going? And they're like, oh, you know, it's the first month and we're gonna bulk for a month. Bulk what? For one <laughs> like, month, yeah. We're gonna build. No, it's usually not bulk. They'll say we're gonna build. And it's like, build what? Well, muscle. <laughs> Yeah. Your one pound of muscle, maybe? That's the thing. So in one month for a woman, to if you did everything right, if you ate properly, you trained at a high level of intensity, we're talking 11 out of 10 every day, the most amount of muscle you can put on is a pound, if you're lucky. Well, and I want to ask, like, these coaches, I'm like, build what? Like, are you talking about building their metabolism up or building their habits? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about build here? But you know, most people's perception is like, oh yeah, I'm building my body. And it's like that, no. It's no. a season, not a month. Like a solid season of building. Well, and, and I, I think that's where so many women, or at least where I run into it with my clients, you know, they come to me and they're like, oh, I wanna, you know, build muscle and lose fat. And it's like, okay, well, we gotta, we kinda gotta pick one first yeah. and focus on it. And they're like, well, you know, I'm like, okay, we're in a fat loss phase or we're gonna go into a fat loss phase, get some of that body fat off and then maybe we can go into a build, right? Cause if you have a high body fat percentage, you don't wanna be yeah. trying to build muscle. <laughs> and then they get stuck in this, well, how come I don't look more defined and I am not like more built? And it's like, cause that takes a long time. Yeah, or the misconception that you can spot reduce, right? Like you, mm. if you take this fizzy drink, you'll lose weight off of your stomach. Oh, There's no, you don't get to choose where the fat comes off. No. I, if you could like, well, that'd be a game changer. We haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> no. But that's not a thing. You do not get to choose uh, where the fat comes off of your body. And by taking certain supplements that promise that you will lose fat off your midsection if you take this um, scam alert big time. That's I not, it's not a thing. I think that's when we were talking about is just like these quick fix products is mm. just a big annoyance, pet peeve of ours, yours especially, right? Yes. Like these 90 day fix plans, the detox teas, the fizzy drinks, the keto bombs. I've had people in my DMs messaging me like, oh, have you tried this skinny coffee drink? You should, you should test it out, like offer it to your clients. And then I'll ask them a few questions about it and they can't tell me any information on it. They don't know, they're just pushing the product. Um, so ask a lot of questions if you're not sure. 
reach out to a professional, ask them for their opinion on these products if you're not sure. Well, and that's the thing is if you ask a lot of these people who are selling them, if you ask them, how does it work? They won't be able to tell you, yeah. right? Like if you asked, let's just take like a supplement store owner, right? And ask them, how does this fat burner work? They'd probably be like, oh, well, it burns fat. Yeah. That's not actually what they do. Like fat burners just have a really high caffeine content in them. So a lot of the time they make people like kind of jittery and like, I don't know, back in the hydroxy cut days, that stuff, cause it had ephedrine in it. Like <laughs> it would wire you. Like you felt like you were actually on some kind of hard illicit drug, right? Yeah. And you'd not be able to, for some people not be able to stop moving. Like your body temperature comes up and you know, you're just heated and bothered. And that's kind of actually what's burning the fat is cause you're moving more, you're neat. Yeah. goes up, right? It doesn't like this just because you swallowed a pill, you can't sit on the couch and it burns body fat. That's not how it works. It, no. In a sense, it jacks up your neat, maybe. So you're moving more. And if yeah. you move more, you're like twitching and you eat and a little bit less, you're going to burn body oh, fat. Like I remember the like one of the first times I took hydroxy cut and I took it on like an empty stomach. Bad idea. Do not do that. Um, I could not. I was walking around everywhere. Like I probably got 30 to 40 K steps that day because <laughs> I just could not stop moving. Yeah. But yeah, these quick fixes, like the shake weights and oh, what's that one where you used to step on it and it- The shaker shook, machine. This shook the body fat away. Apparently, if you get on these machines, you burn like two to 3,000 calories in 20 minutes. <laughs> Do you remember the snake Myth. oil diet? It's not a thing. Yeah, we could go on and on and on <laughs> about these shady tactics and what they are, they're trying to get your money. They're all MLM. Right? And that is the thing marketing. that really, really bothers me is because there's people out there struggling. There's people out there that need actual solid advice. And it's such a convoluted like market where it's just really easy to believe everything that you see on social media or in the stores or because you saw it on TV or your friend is selling it doesn't mean it works. No, I mean, that, that kind of stuff dates all the way back to like the 1900s. Let's talk about one. So we were talking about this one huge craze, mostly with women. It was women that were taking this in the 1900s was a tapeworm. You eat the tapeworm <laughs> and the tapeworm eats all of the food that you eat and then I don't know what they did to get the tapeworm out of your body, but it was like anything to look a certain way for a certain aesthetic. I just can't believe someone like, would do the actual work. I can't believe someone would go to that extreme to look a certain way and not just, you know, put in a little bit of effort. Like I could not live my life knowing that there was a tapeworm in my body. <laughs> like just no, ew. And then like, as they get bigger, they get like longer too. And then they have to pull it. No. Okay. Well, no. Here's the thing about that is people get desperate. They get desperate to lose the weight. They're, you know, they feel like they've tried everything. They may have tried a lot of the wrong things because it was pitched to them or that's what they believe because they saw it on TV or their friend is selling it and they just don't know any different. And that is my big pet peeve in the fitness industry. Like it doesn't have to be difficult and it doesn't have to be hard. At the very, very basic level, if you want to lose body fat, eat a little bit less, move a little bit more. Yeah. 
I mean, like I was just having the conversation with a friend the other day and I said the simplest thing, like somebody could, if they were doing absolutely nothing and they wanted to lose some weight is start going for a daily walk, like after dinner or something and help your digestion, go for a walk after dinner and track your food. Yeah. Like those two simple things without anything else, like not talking workouts or anything. If you did those two simple things and got like an idea of what you're actually eating and whatnot, you'd be golden. Yeah. Like you would lose weight. Like there's no if, ands or buts, especially if you were just standing around, but. Yeah, and then I do, I believe with a lot of these like influencers on social media is um, they're telling you like, oh, this is how you work out. This is how you build muscle. This is how you do that. And like, these workouts are wrong. That's not how you do it. <laughs> the best, the optimal. Yeah, do these three exercises. If you're not doing these three exercises, you're wasting your time. And that is so untrue because everything counts. Your body keeps a very accurate journal, whether you write it down or you don't write it down, like it's here. And if you're not doing the work, if you're not moving, if you're eating a little bit too much or what you do in private shows in public, right? So. Well, and that's what that's, I think is just jacking up the confusion, right? Is like you've got these now in the fitness space, you've got these like keto zealots, the freaking fitness nerds, the science people, and they're all arguing with each other and like trying to disregard what the other person says, right? Like, you know, you yeah. got this person yelling and saying, oh, keto is shit. And then you've got the keto people being like, it's the only diet and paleo is BS. And like, what are people supposed to, like, if you don't have knowledge of it, like, what are you supposed to think, right? Yeah. And you've got all these people just dissing each other instead of coming together, if they actually wanted to help people, coming together and being like, you know what? Keto might work for you. Yeah, and it might. And here's the thing, like, most of these plans work if you stick to the plan. And in applied in the right scenario. Yeah. Right, like, for me, I could not do keto. Like when I track my food and look at my fats, I'm always under on how yeah. much fats I need. There is no way that I could eat keto. Yeah. Like I can guarantee you my digestion would go downhill eating that much more fat than I'm used to. And like same with like intermittent fasting. I'll use this one as an example. That works for a lot of people. Just like the way their lifestyle is. Me, it doesn't work for because yeah. I like breakfast. I, I love have breakfast. <laughs> really good results with intermittent fasting would I recommend it to everybody hell no. no no it just sometimes doesn't fit with your yeah lifestyle right and nor you don't have to that's the thing about like fitness and nutrition these what these people don't tell you is maybe it's not going to work for you like it maybe it worked for this person it's not always going to work for you and it usually comes down to you know what your lifestyle is like yeah lifestyle is a big one Mm -hmm. And I think with a lot of these shady industry practices is we're avoiding the work. We're looking for the quick fix and uh, looking for it in all the wrong places. Like I know, you know, out of desperation, like how many people out there have Googled like how to lose weight fast, how to lose 10 pounds and like before my Mexican vacation next week. Oh man, I get that one all the time. I have people hit my DMs all the time before like their trip and it's always like a month it's usually like a month before yeah. their trip they're like hey how can I drop weight really fast and I'm like well 
you know, provided your body is actually in a place where it can, like, adapt, right? Because a lot of people aren't even in a healthy place where their body's going to adapt properly. I'm like, like a 700 calorie deficit a day. Like, yeah. I was like, like you, you've missed the boat. And that's the problem with all of these quick fixes is they're making people think that it's possible. And it's like, I'm not saying that 90 day results aren't possible, but are they going to stick? No. Yeah. Another industry, a pet peeve of mine is, and I apologize if you've done this or have maybe fallen for it, is the spa treatments that guarantee a different physique, like the cool sculpting gels or the creams mm. or the clay baths that promise. <laughs> Remove cellulite. Yeah. To get rid of the cellulite <laughs> or just to like loosen up a little bit of fat on the hips so that it disappears. It doesn't just disappear. Like you have to actually be in a deficit, an energy deficit to lose body fat. It doesn't disappear yeah. with the, the gels or the clays or the Even laser. Even like waist trainers. That one seems to be a popular one. Yeah. You know what waist trainers do? They correct your posture. Yeah. But like Help they don't- with your vacuums, like sucking in your gut. Yeah, they don't blast fat. They, they don't, don't make you sweat anything. more. Yeah, they don't get rid of fat. They just move it around. Yeah. yeah, make you have better posture and uh, yeah, make you basically do stomach vacuums all day long. Yeah, they're nice in the winter. They keep you warm a little bit. Fair enough. <laughs> um, one of my big ones, actually, and this is like a totally, I think, different note, is medical professionals putting limitations. Oh, yes. On people like, in general. I've been running into this a lot lately and, oh man, it's just lighting a fire under me where I'm like, you like you're part of this industry but now you're being part of the problem like limiting beliefs on people like um for example say somebody's pregnant oh you shouldn't work out now yeah like that one to me is like questionable you can literally <laughs> work i remember seeing like one of um our friends like bailey that we interviewed like strong woman yes she was like deadlifting and pressing overhead like right up like two weeks until she was, you know, before the baby came. Yeah, I like, taught fitness classes two weeks right up before my second child was born. And I also feel like, you know, people can like, oh, maybe you shouldn't go for that hike or yeah, you shouldn't be running or you shouldn't be in the gym doing this or that. And then it's like, maybe you shouldn't be doing that for six weeks, 12 weeks. That doesn't mean 100%. you shouldn't be doing that for the rest of your life. No, like there's recovery and whatnot that should be followed properly. But like, you know, I've been running into it with like doctors and, you know, I had a client who had just, I don't know, a random day of really high blood pressure. Right. And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be working out. <laughs> like, I think somebody with high blood pressure should probably be working out. Right. But it was just like a random day that. He's never had blood pressure, like blood pressure issues before, but you know, then his doctor, well, maybe you should take it back a notch or, you know, I've had chiropractors tell my clients like, oh, you shouldn't be working out. Or like you said, you shouldn't be going on that hike. One of my clients got told, well, maybe you weren't ready to do that because they got this slight injury. And it's like, that could have happened to anybody. Like yeah. stop putting these limiting beliefs on people. Like 
anything is possible. Sure, maybe the journey or the roadmap there might look a little bit different from person X to person Y, but stop with the limiting beliefs. Like you're in the field, well, you should be helping people, but you're like, you know, actually taking them back a notch and it almost makes you want to be a conspiracy. I also <laughs> like, believe that sometimes people hear what they want to hear. Like if their doctor says, you know, tone it back a little bit. And that's like, oh, now I have to find another way or, you know, I can't do this or I can't be a little bit more active or lifting weights is bad for me or because like maybe you have a, like a little bit of sciatica or something and the doctor's like, hey, maybe you should take some time off translates into my doctor told me I can't work out. I got <laughs> like when I crashed my street bike, I got told that I couldn't do anything essentially because I broke my back. <laughs> like basically sit on your butt for at least six weeks. Right. That was like the most crushing news to me. Like most people would be so excited about that. Like, oh, my God, I could sit around and do nothing. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. But like you said, like people have selective hearing. Like when I heard that, it was like, OK, I heard six weeks. All right, let's count down the days until I can get up and move again type thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people in this field need to stop putting, you know, limiting beliefs on their clients, their patients, whatever it is. Like if somebody wants to do something, especially when it comes to like health, help them find a way to get there. Yes. Don't set this roadblock that's like, well, maybe you can't help them. That's what you're paid to do. Yeah. Like if you don't want to help people get out of the industry. Yeah. Like that's my like feelings towards it. Like if you're not here to help people, why? Yeah. There needs to be more people that actually care and want to make a difference and help people improve their health. And not just make a quick buck. No. But I think like when it comes to our biggest pet peeves, like the core root of it is the dishonest part. You know? Well, it's like wanting to make money off of bad health. Like yeah. in a sense, like if you wanna, look, if you wanna make money off of bad health, go into the pharmaceutical industry. <laughs> like, let's just be honest, yeah. right? That's what it's all about. But uh, yeah, I think that's our biggest pet peeves with the industry nowadays. Yeah, it's, where do you go? Who do you trust? Um, get a second opinion, I would say, if you're not sure. Fraud is a thing, just like you might get a second opinion on an investment or you know some sort of a business deal. The same thing goes with your health. If it sounds too good to be true, do your own research. And here's the biggest red flag is if somebody cannot answer, like ask questions, like you said, and if somebody cannot answer your questions, it's probably BS. Yeah. I think we'll end it there. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Rise Train Dream. And thank you again to Ground Floor Coworking Space for letting us share this beautiful space, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks again for joining us on this fitness journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast to stay updated on all things fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, 
and mindset. Together, let's inspire and motivate others to prioritize their health and well-being. Remember, your support helps us continue bringing you valuable content. Stay fit, stay healthy, and keep slaying.